0: <laughs> <laughs> to everybody that's Latino, not just you, the whole, the whole Latino community is disappointed. <laughs> they have a list of people that don't speak Spanish. There was, us. uh,
1: I used to go to this place in the suburbs to get yeah. like Mexican food, and they would every time they'd speak to me in Spanish. My like, God, I don't speak Spanish. And they'd be disappointed. Uh, they so before I could order, they'd be like, "Why not? Uh, What's geez. going on with you?"
2: Oh, yeah. I saw that same look when my pop realized I thought the Underground Railroad was an actual train. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that would have been, been
2: way
4: doper. And it <laughs> all that's a train they couldn't hear they don't know where <laughs> how can we get down there feels <laughs> the <week>. a
2: <laughs> the first brown line mic 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 you great the from this outside mic 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 I'm just so happy to be here right now real rap podcast 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 Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are back once again with a new and fresh episode of the Real Rap Podcast, episode 16, I believe. I am joined with a whole host of hooligans uh, host. that I have directly to
1: my <laughs> left.
2: <laughs> it's the Cool Kids in the Building episode. Um, to my direct left, I have Jamal, and help me out with the last name, every single Jamal time Jamal
1: Guichon.
4: Guichon, if you yeah, feel in French. So tired
2: of... Ghetto French name. <laughs> Never heard
3: him say that. No. Never. <laughs> Never. Jamal
2: G. <laughs> no, hey, hey, do me a favor, tell these people uh, how long you've been in a comedy game, how long you've been in Chicago, what you got going on?
3: Um,
4: I've been doing comedy for about five years here in Chicago. Um mm. I'm kind of from all over, but I settled back down back here in Chicago after the military. Mm. Um What branch? I was in the Air Force. Chair Force. Chair Force. Um, that's where you go when you really don't want to fight, when you just want a Jeep Cherokee yeah. and to make your child support payments. You go to the Air Force because <laughs> that's where the smart people go. And all the niggas with felonies and neck tattoos go to the <laughs> Army and Marines Marine? to get shot at for real. So I joined the Air Force because yeah, it was yeah, safe yeah. for a nigga. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I joined the air force. Definitely, it's definitely the light skinned military. For sure, for sure, and that's that's my vibe. I don't like getting my hands dirty. Like, in the air force, like before drills, they let you put your gloves on first. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, all right, now now I'm ready for war, nigga. My gloves are on. I'm ready to do dirt. Uh,
2: yeah. So, wait, where were you born at?
4: I was born in um I was born in Evanston, and okay. then I lived in Arizona for like two years. I lived in New York for like 3 years. I moved back here and mm. then from 16 to 26 I lived in Colorado. Okay. And then I moved back here. Springs
2: or Denver?
4: Colorado uh Denver for 2 years, the last 2 years of high school mm. I lived out there and then I got I joined the military and I got stationed there for 7 years in Colorado Springs.
2: Oh, well, uh, I was on Peterson. I think we had that conversation you was, before. You was at Peterson? I was stationed on Peterson but I worked on Shriver. For what for what years?
4: Um, ooh. Sh- Damn, oh, I'd be drunk. I got 2000, 2000,
2: <laughs> 2001. That's crazy. F- oh wait, what years? 2000, 2001.
4: Oh, no. I was still in high school. Oh, yeah. older no, you, nigga? Older shit. I'm oh, my 40, God. 41. Oh, I might really? as well be 42. Oh, wow. Black people age yeah. wonderfully, man. Yeah. Thanks for telling I was like, let me, look. Look yeah. Yeah. let me get a look. Let me get a look. All right. All right. 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 Put your, yeah.
1: put your yeah. face into the this line, is always, right. There's always, this is always a weird vibe
2: because it's like, wow, you look so young to be so old. You're going to die soon, but you don't look like it. Oh,
4: no, no, no. I think we like, you know, 40, 34 Thirties and forty, early forties. That's like the same age. Yeah. yeah like nothing enough. really happens to you when you're,
1: 41 you're forty one. After forty, it's all down. Yeah, yeah. And it
2: happens overnight, kids. So enjoy this. <laughs> I
1: promise. I mean I'm thirty-nine, so
2: there you go. Yeah. We're right down In there. there. Yeah, all right, yeah, fair yeah. enough. And the, uh, the the young old gentleman speaking right <laughs> now, uh, Dan. Uh, Dan DeSimo, why don't you go ahead and oh, let no, him know
1: Garcia. 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 DeSimo is hot though right now. DeCimo,
4: uh,
2: by the there. way, by the way, Garcia and DeSimo are the only two Spanish words as, <laughs> this <laughs> this Spanishless Puerto Rican speaks.
1: No, <laughs> go ahead and let him know. That how nigga is tired, boy. Forty
3: one.
4: This nigga need
1: a nap.
2: <laughs> nah, let him know how long you've been in the city. What you got going uh, on?
1: I I grew up in Chicago. Actually, was yes. born here. I I moved, lived all over. I was in the South Side in Beverly till I was like eight. Oh. Oh, then oh. like Southwest suburbs, mm-hmm. my parents moved to Joliet, Uh went to college for a while, Purdue University, so I was in Indiana for a minute, but then okay. right back- Shout out to Boilermakers, yeah, you know yeah. what the fuck okay. it is. All
2: right, and you said Joliet, is there an official, is there is there a fight that happens when people say
1: Joliet? I, not for me, I say, it's just like, more like Joliet, right? <laughs> Joliet, it's more like a Yeah, <laughs> straight up. place. Now,
2: so you've been out here um basically a whole lot, how long have you been in the comedy game?
1: Similar About five years. I was doing film uh, before that, like Second mm. City Classes, shit like that. Mm-hmm. I was doing writing and uh, I put on some shows and the things that I was writing were like crushing. And I was mm-hmm. like, I want that to be me. But mm-hmm. then when I started, and it was around the same time as these two, I just wasn't as hot. It was hard. It was hard for me. There's okay. a performative aspect to this shit. Right, right. So then I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And I had to put in a lot of, you know, a lot of work. So yeah. it wasn't just like, oh, you write it and then it's going to crush. Mm-hmm. There's, you got to do it. You got to perform it. Absolutely.
2: And then to the extreme left, the very lovely, very talented, Jessica Mance. Go ahead and let her know how long you've been in the city, what you got going on, how long you been in the game.
0: Yeah, I um I've been in Chicago almost five years and I've been doing comedy about the same time I started when I got here. Mm-hmm. I'm from Northern California though. Wow oh. that's where I spent most of my life. I lived in Florida for about Six months, and I was okay. like, "I hate it here. I have to get away." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, then I moved to Chicago. Mm,
2: what parts of uh, Northern California?
0: I grew up in Stockton, which is like oh,
2: Stockton slap. You there know? You okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh you, you yeah, because the
0: are they wrestlers? I don't know. I'm a bad Stockton. Oh, you just hurt my heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are, they, are
2: they
0: wrestlers? Uh, <laughs> but oh, I know they do something. They're brothers or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: are Nate, they wrestlers? Nick, Nick,
1: Nick and Nate Diaz, <laughs> man. Okay.
0: MMA legends. Oh my God! Well, if, there's, I hope they, there's
1: a wrestling aspect to that. So yeah, right. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. Dan's always trying to make like everybody feel. There. I, I love, I love that he's trying to bring
2: everything together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, guys, we can get along. It's fine. I, did, I
0: also, did, well, I didn't know MMA. They had had like special name, like move names, like a Stockton slap. That sounds like a wrestling move.
2: No, I think it's if specifically you, to Stockton. You guys are just
4: running around slapping people. <laughs> I think you should name all your fight moves. That's dope. And oh, yeah. I, think, I think you should call them out like anime. Oh, yeah.
0: Stockton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the defensive person has to call theirs out too, and you meet in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: He's like rock paper scissors. Well,
2: those guys, those guys are like really extreme personalities, and they paint the picture that Stockton is like a wild place to be from. Uh,
0: it does. It does have a reputation. Um. Mm. I mean, I don't know if I would call it wild, but mm. like it was voted the most miserable city to live in in, in the United oh States God. two years in a row.
2: We live. We live in a. We live in a in a country that has not only Cleveland, no offense, Cleveland, but also North and South Dakota. And Stockton got voted most
4: miserable place.
0: Most miserable.
4: Yeah, but the 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 whites probably love North and South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, I love that you said the whites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they <bro, laughs> like They be it, hunting like and re- fishing, <laughs> and, and probably they probably still got slaves there. Cause we wouldn't know. We don't go. We don't, we, we don't know what you do there. <laughs> they didn't get the news. If you wanted to experiment on niggas, that's where I would build oh, the lab <laughs> 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 on the why,
1: border. I giving people.
4: Ideas. Someone's taking notes right now. I I would do it on the border of North and South Dakota because I feel like there'd be like a white force field
2: where the two state lines meet. Are you guys so, and you guys are all running a show together, no?
4: Yeah, we run a lot of shows. You know, all of our, uh, anything I produce, I produce with these two. Mm. Um, You know, comedy isn't a team sport when you're up there um, on stage, but the, you know, what I've been finding out with this entertainment shit is like the back there's a lot more that goes on. You gotta produce yeah. a show, you have to market it, you have to film it, you have to um get the flyers out. Like there's a million things that go on mm. and it's just easier to divvy that
1: amongst people and let those people bring Absolutely. their ideals and their strengths. Um into the fold. And sometimes it's easier just to learn. Like we had to learn out of like caption clips and cut these things. It's just easier okay. with people with you. Absolutely. And then you know, you share the knowledge, and yeah, that's all good. But as like Jamal said, when we're up there, we're alone.
2: Team building is a key in just about anything, man. The who you know and all those other aspects. My biggest question for the three of you, right? Who has the best bomb story here?
4: The best bomb story?
2: Yeah. Um, Either the worst bomb or the best bomb story. I just told mine.
4: I had a I had a pretty bad one when I first when I first got in. Um, <laughs> it was it was like at Shuba's. No, no, no. It was at a Coles. Coles and like that's a like a huge comedy hangout spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You people be waiting there till like twelve, you know, at night trying to um, you know, get up on the list. So I waited there till like and I didn't know that. I waited there till mad late and I finally got up. And when I got up there I'll never forget like
3: <laughs> there was a whole
4: bunch of <laughs> there was a whole bunch of black dudes there with white girls, right? Yeah and at the time I was with my black like Ex-wife, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I was super black love. I yeah, just got yeah, done yeah. listening to Beyonce and Jay Z all of the <laughs> album. Like I was super they like brought you up the public enemy. Yeah, yeah. I was super like <laughs> disgusting. You know what <laughs> I mean? So when I got up there, I remember Mike Robinson was like with some white girl. And she shout did, out Mike Robinson Shout out Mike Robinson But this girl did not look good She did not uh, She looked like a wolf She, uh, uh,
1: she looked gross Is that <laughs> a lot of hair Are you talking about like what? <laughs> no, she just, Was she like transitioning
4: looked, From a wolf back into a human no, She just looked mad Like Eastern European-ish, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, war-torn, like, former <laughs> USSR. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. She looked, she looked bad. But they were just talking, and Mike was drunk as hell. He was just talking during my show. And I was like, look at all these fucking sellouts. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I said. Oh, <laughs> that's what I said. 20, I was yeah. saying. And they were like, remember
3: in the 90s where, like, people would, be at, people would be at a
4: house party, and then, like, the music would stop, and, be like, and
3: then that's what
4: happened to me. Oh, and God. then, like... I was going through a phase when I first started comedy.
1: I was just wearing khakis. I don't know okay, why. I was wearing bad khakis. Man, I. I, I you like not... Dan from Allstate? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just actually looked just now to see if you were wearing khakis no, now. No, I was no, like, no, he not I'm grown that. up. I'm I've grown <laughs> up. Uh, I skedaddled out of
4: there, though, man. I remember <laughs> yeah. I didn't leave the house after that for like three days. Oh. I didn't leave the house after that for three days. So I, after, I, after
2: you called them all sellouts, you were like, all right, dun, 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 <laughs> comedy.
4: Nobody tried, Nobody was trying to laugh at the jokes after that. Yeah, I no, just, you know not. what I mean? Everybody was trying to get their interracial swirl on, and I was messing up the vibes <laughs> for everybody. Badly. You know I mean? Yeah. Badly. Badly. Uh... I was just jealous. I was just jealous. I, got, I skedaddled out of there. Hell yeah. Were you guys
2: all like class clowns growing up?
0: Um I was in high school. I was kind of I was kind of like a shy like younger child, but when I got to high school I started wilding out. And I was yeah. like I when, I remember my journalism teacher constantly would tell me to, to she we were very comfortable. She constantly told me to shut up. She told me I was too crass, which oh, I still wow.
2: I would have had to look that up to get offended. Wait a minute. Wait, wait Just a as minute. Crass. I don't
3: know that name.
2: <laughs> I definitely took a shower today. What is she talking about? <laughs> yeah. And then, how did you guys find your way into comedy? Like, just fresh out of high school? Because all you guys are relatively young, except for me and Dan.
4: No, we all retire the the same.
0: I'm
4: young. No, I'm just kidding. There goes, huh? <laughs> no when there we when we through. met Jesse, you were young. When we met you was young. Okay, now but you. we
0: all get old together. So like yeah. I'm still the same distance in age She's from you. Not that it out. matters.
4: No, but like as you get older, the distance and age matters less and less. So when like you're like twenty, the That's difference facts. between a twenty seven year old and a twenty year old is vast. But the difference between like a thirty four year old and a forty one year old is like the same. There's no like life experience. There some we, There's some logic.
1: There's some it. logic to yeah, that. Yeah, there I mean, there is. I mean, I agree. You hit like what 27, 28, and then it's kind of like
4: I would say like 30. Like once you hit 30, it's kinda like.
0: Mm, okay. Well, I'm not there. Yeah. I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: I'm I can't wait till this year. Next year's birthday, I'm throwing you a parade in stock. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I'll uh, you. What. 20 um, anything in in my eyes is still, like, young and manipulatable. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I
4: don't
3: like, That's why I'm
2: Young online, and impressionable.
4: I don't fuck nobody under 25 because the light and hope in their eyes. That shit is disgusting, <laughs> nigga. That shit is, it is gross. The worst. It is absolutely the worst. And
1: he's lying. That's the other two.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> this nigga is a snitch, boy. I told you that
3: shit in confidence, nigga.
4: <laughs> um... I actually got into comedy uh, through the military. Okay. Um, So I actually started comedy when I was like 22. Mm. And it was a dude, um, my boss, he was like my my tech sergeant. He was um, this white dude from like a small town in Texas. And he would always be like, you're funny, you're hilarious. And everybody's funny to like their group of friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody's like, oh, I'm the funny one in my group. That's easy, but... When I got in the military, everybody was saying I was funny, and we didn't have the same points of reference. Right, right, I was right. just like, oh, I'm funny to this dude from Alabama. I'm funny yeah, to yeah, this yeah. dude from Delaware. So the first time um, I ever did a, a ... I thought it was an open mic. He signed me up at the Looney's Comedy Club. I don't know if okay. you remember that
2: in Colorado Springs. No, no, no. It
4: was the Looney's Comedy Wait, Club. Wait, was the
2: church still in Denver? The church. It was like just a an actual old church that they put a club in. Yeah, that was in
4: Denver. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. So, yeah. I remember that spot. No, I'm listening though. Um, but yeah, anyway, I got I went to Looney's. It was a, I thought it was an open mic. It wasn't. It was a competition. Yeah. And I ended up making it to the final round of the competition. This other guy won, but then he died in a camping
3: trip. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. He
4: died in a camping trip like a Please tell me it wasn't like a brain aneurysm. Did he get eaten by something? I don't, a I don't something? even know because he was young. He was like 27 and he died in his sleep. Oh my and God. And the, the prize was you got to host <laughs> Looney's all summer. So because he died, I won.
0: Oh, my God. So I got
4: to host. I never went to an open mic. I never did anything else. I got to host the comedy club all summer, like every weekend all summer. That was like my first introduction in comedy.
2: That is yeah, actually the most wild. unique story I've ever heard. I'm the chosen one, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad the statute. I want to get in my way. I want to I get
3: in my way if I were you. Yeah, yeah.
2: That <laughs> sounds very subjective. Like the statute of limitations is
1: is forever yeah, on murder. Here, your, your military <laughs> friends were like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Do you know how Jamal hey. was immediately like, I don't know the details. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any yeah.
0: details? I don't details.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's all we know. All Not for <laughs> nothing. If you crush up a lot of apple, uh, pill, you know, <laughs> apple seeds. Everybody was too afraid to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Like he did it. There's no evidence, though. This it's is a clean murder. I'm afraid he yeah, slipped, yeah. In, slipped out of the
3: campsite.
2: Holy, holy moly! Did you guys have a similar story I on how I you know. got there? No, definitely
1: not. Uh, I was a software engineer for like seven or eight years before yeah. I was finally like, you know what? I I, I want to do comedy. I've wanted to do comedy for a long time. Why yeah. am I just being a software engineer and playing mm-hmm. World of Warcraft? Fair enough. It was a waste of time a little bit. I was good though. I was real <laughs> good. All right, no, 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 wait, wait, time out.
2: Time, 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 time Cause I actually I literally watched a guy I knew um and we were in our early twenties and I, I saw his life. He might as well have been on heroin when it came to that World of Warcraft. Like every waking
1: yep, moment yep. type type stuff. It's, like it's-, it's scheduled and outside of the scheduled stuff, you gotta do things. <laughs> in order to progress. Like, literally, like, people would, yeah. like, if anyone would call me, or and it's like, hey, you know what I'm doing? Like, no. Hey, hey, bitch, you know, <laughs> you <laughs> know, <laughs> what, you know what I'm doing? Straight train. up. Slaying these
4: motherfucking dragons? You know what this hey, hey, 7 <laughs>
1: to 10, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Word.
3: Check I, the time. I won't fuck your yeah. pussy, bitch. I'm raiding hey.
1: dungeon. I'm raiding. I am raiding. <laughs> I your mouth,
4: girl. I'm doing something. important. The team needs me they to heal. They
1: need me. They're bad. I'm carrying. In these motherfuckers,
3: <laughs> <laughs> your pussy is you plus three defense.
1: Did, did you have? Did you have what you would consider like a problem for real? I, you know, I wouldn't say it was a problem, but probably because I was like, it was, it was a problem. But at the time, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, this is what. What I'm was doing? the longest
2: you went without washing your
1: balls? <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, I probably better than during the pandemic. I'm Honestly, during
3: the pandemic. I was... <laughs>
1: Dan's a habitual know. ball
4: watcher. <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 this is one of my... Hey, don't even have to be my own. i watch. This, <laughs> this, is, this is what I hate about. This is one of my pet peeves with this nigga, Dan. If you schedule a meeting with this nigga, you're like, hey, we're all meeting at seven 30. Dan will wait. He'll open the door... <laughs> And he'll have his tower shower shit in his hand. Like, <laughs> I gotta take a shower. Yeah, yeah. Why do you have to wait till you see me in the face, nigga, to wash your body? It's like a, it's like a nervous tick. I can't do I it. I just want you to know that uh, my balls
3: are clean and shiny. You heard
4: the water spl- splash it up in there. You heard it in there.
0: <laughs> One time we got stuck outside Dan's place because he was in the shower. Even though no, well, no. We, we were supposed to be there at like 7.30. It's like uh, 7.45 is in the shower. a <laughs> And take a long, no, a long no. steamy ass shower. Okay.
3: <laughs>
2: does does he ever offer you guys his manscape thing like it's a fucking like, <laughs> no, like it's an e-cig hey do you need, a, you need a clip real quick I
4: think he'd be there like sitting like the Terminator trying to teleport <laughs> I don't know what you doing <laughs> it's, my, it's my time
2: <laughs> he's just doing the superhero pose in the middle of the shower letting the water hit him hell no. Nah. Uh, uh, But wait, so you just got started just
1: kind of out the blue? Somebody there? Yeah, you want to open mic? It was just, it was, Uh, I started writing. I started taking some Second City classes. At yeah. the time, I was actually like way into improv. I was like an mm. improv rat. I was at the IO theater when it was in. Mm. Gross. One of those. <laughs> Disgusting. I would like to stay for the record. <laughs> this <is laughs> ill, nigga. Disgusting. <laughs> Ew. I would go watch every show. I'd be there. I'd sit at the bar. I, yeah. I don't know. I loved it, man. Uh, yeah. and just, then just yes, sanding your way yeah, through yeah, life. All the way. <laughs> Fucking. And then I realized that it's bad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like it World of took a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> but then I figured it out, and I'm yeah. like, okay. Uh, but then writing stuff, seeing stuff I go up on stage and work, I'm like, I mm. want to be the guy. And then I started doing mics. Mm, hell yeah, Jessica.
0: I am. Um, I so I used to work in politics, and that's what my degree is in. Hold the phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And
0: I um one day I was on a campaign, and everyone was like commiserating, or like. Oh, what would you be doing if you if not this? Right?
3: You, you
4: gonna say something about the, the commiseration? <laughs> that's I mean. Just don't use your motherfucking uh, scandal words up here. That's like, a common when word. The, whenever
2: somebody uses like a four or five syllable word, it takes a while for it to actually sink into my brain that it happened.
4: And she she blew over it too. I was like, over it.
2: that's yeah, a yeah,
0: commonplace yeah. word. I, mean, you guys I thought. You know, I know that's an everyday word. I thought that's what
2: happens at your graduation. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All this commiseration in my uh,
3: face. I had to use
4: context clues, like I was taking an SAT. I was like, well, everybody was there. <laughs> what could everybody be doing, Jamal? <laughs> I, had to, I
3: had to put it together.
4: Okay, Come put it together.
3: Out, 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 out.
0: All right, we hated our jobs and we were bitching, okay, about how much we hated our jobs. And we were like, "What would you do if not this?" And everyone kind of went around, and I was like. Oh, maybe comedy. Like, I just threw it out there and I didn't take it, like, seriously. And then after the campaign ended, I was like, I can't do politics anymore. I Mm. can't work in... I was just, like, trying to figure out what I want to do. What campaign was it? Oh, God. It was the 2016 presidential, so I was in Florida... Of all the states mm. with the crazies, oh, just, just no. they're crazy.
2: Fabricating votes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just make
4: yeah. up. It was, <laughs> it was hard, they, up. They, they wanted different handwritings, and you had to do a funny oh voice. Oh my god!
2: <laughs> just looking yeah. up dead people's social security numbers.
0: <laughs> Everyone was so afraid because, like, we used to help people register to vote, and you could not physically help people, like even check a box, because mm. that was like super illegal. And they had like people that would report you, like like like, like bait voters. So I am like oh come my up God. and be like, don't, don't touch yeah,
3: don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't or like,
0: can me. you just check the box for me? And no, no, sorry. You got to do it.
3: <laughs> it
2: feels like there's a lot of similarities between probably comedy and politics. What's the biggest difference in that world? You walked um, amongst them.
0: The biggest, di- honestly, it's so similar that I considered writing like a comedic show about it, like about organizing and campaigning. Because the types of people that you meet are the same as comedy. They're like, very chaotic, all very, like, self-motivated. Like, they're Mm -hmm. all, like, with their own, like, self-interest, right? And it's just, like this ongoing mess that people are, like, addicted to and you can't get out of it. And it's mm. it's it's more similar than different in in many ways.
2: Is any politician on the planet Earth the person that they are on TV who they're trying to portray themselves as?
0: I mean, I don't have personal relationships with politicians. I was, like, right out of college. So, mm. like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. sure,
3: They had you sleeping on floors and <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Oh,
0: yeah. shit. I mean, it's I could talk forever about how bad it was. But, yeah, I was a I was a lowly employee. I was, like, one step above a volunteer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm. Hell yeah. That's dope. I blew it, man. I almost met Barack Obama. I fucking blew it. And this was back like way, a long time ago. Like 2000, what was that? I was 20. So 2002, 2001, 2002. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad was an attorney across the street. Another attorney comes over. I'm underage. He's trying to hand me a beer in the street. He's like, hey, come over. We got the senator. We got the senator over. Come Barack was trying to hand your underage no, no, no. ass my, a beer the, in the street? No, no, he was Scandal. Trying, the, the, <laughs> the lawyer that he, Barack was hanging with, the lawyer yeah. across the street. Ah. And I was like, uh, I was with my mom and I was like, I can't take this. I don't know. And I didn't do it. I could have had a beer with Barack Obama at Mm. 1918. That's dope.
0: Yeah.
1: I fucked it up. I did meet that nigga though. Barack? Yeah, yeah. But I was working. I was in the
4: military. He was running for president and then he came through the base. Yeah. And then he shook everybody's hand, which I thought was like... Weird, because usually these niggas come through, they just walk through. But he shook everybody's yeah. hand. I thought, I'm voting for that
3: nigga. He
4: got me. got me. I was politics. I turned on CNN for the first time. I like, <laughs> I went, what channel was it? Yeah.
2: <laughs> what was Charlie Murphy saying? Did he have that aura around him? It was yeah, orange. Was just, it's just
4: like his. He was just so smooth. Like yeah. everybody, you could tell white people who was like. Wanted to hate this nigga was like that nigga cool though. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't voting for the nigger, but God, I let him fuck my wife. Uh, the <laughs>
2: single, the single most impressive thing that I remember Barack Obama doing during his presidential campaign the first time was hitting uh, a three point <clears throat> shot in the middle of a packed out gym
4: on being recorded. Yeah, I think uh, cops be trying to take a page out of his books now. Like every time a cop shoots somebody, they're like, "Let's go downtown, oh, hey, 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 hey. inner city, play some hoops with the kids, record us on the phones, yeah. make a TikTok. It's all right. See cops aren't all. It's not down. all of us. It's uh. Not all of us. Look at the dribbling. Look, uh, yeah, dribbling yeah, <laughs> 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 Look at the dribbling on Tony.
3: Hell, <laughs> Hell no.
2: It's, um. What's the wildest? So like, for how long you guys have been producing shows? How long you been in the comedy game? What's the one of the wildest things you can remember? On just on the job, even say at open mic, I would say one of the wildest things I said. There was an open mic at Weeds, I think a number of years ago, um, and I saw somebody. They came in, young lady. She grabbed the mic. She didn't. They introduced her. She didn't say a word. She just walked up, grabbed the mic, took it off the stand, put the stand to the side, sat down Indian style in the middle of the stage, and just started talking about how she was molested growing up. Oh my God! Without with nary a joke in sight. Just I would have to escort her <laughs> out.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Girl, security, security, grab I <laughs>
3: said, so "This is no, nah, but, but
4: but careful when you grab her. This is an odd <laughs> performance but, but, piece. But
0: do grab this bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How, do you, how do you even follow that? Um, I feel. Yeah. Like <laughs> just,
4: leave. just just riff. <laughs> you just riff
2: on it.
3: I can't even. Know what time like, All right,
2: that was. You get up and just and now that woman is my wife. Anyway. <laughs>
4: Here all week, folks. Oh, my but God. But no, we work,
2: with, we work with some extremely interesting Everybody's individuals. Everybody's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Out Everybody's of their minds.
4: Cra- we're all crazy people commenting on the world and people and how they're crazy. And some of it's, it's not it's, good. No. I mean, most of it. <laughs> Let's, most of it is. Some of it's
2: scarily. But, yeah. but it's also, I mean, it's insightful. Even the bad stuff, just to hear people's point of view, like what's going on in their mind is interesting. No, nah,
4: sometimes I don't need to hear it.
1: Not, <laughs> not, not when I'm next. You
4: know what I'm saying? <laughs> not, not when they walked
2: there. 70% of the room, for sure. <laughs> oh, God. Is there any standouts that you just remember going, wow, yeah,
3: that's the,
4: impressive? There's, there's this dude, uh, Tom Simmons.
3: All right, real name.
4: He runs a show called Make Me Laugh, or he used to run the show called yeah. Make Me Laugh for Win My Money. And you know when you first start comedy, you'll do any show. Yeah, yeah, you'll do any sh- I'll do a show in a barn nigga I'll yeah, do, I don't care. care I still do any show <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Dan, Dan, Dan yeah. will do Dan will do shit in a, a payphone
3: booth uh, he, sure, don't, sure. I, he
4: don't care yeah, daycare hey can
3: I do
2: can I do three minutes we'll in front of this kindergarten we'll get a few hey. yeah yeah do they laugh I'm
4: the
3: operator uh, can yeah, yeah, yeah. I talk to you yeah are they,
4: are they fun on the playground D- alright cool, cool. See ya. <laughs>
3: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: They can't <laughs> see you. Together. They can't see the suit jacket <laughs> or the men's warehouse slippers. They can't see none of it. I'll take the <laughs> sandbox. It doesn't matter. Um. So he used to run this show, and he would give you like five minutes. He set a timer on the clock. He'd give you five minutes to try to make him laugh. Now, normally you would think the first time I did the show, I thought like, oh, I'm just going to tell my jokes, and this nigga's going to laugh. No. Yeah. And then it was like a couple weeks of that, he never laughed. So you'd have to do some like outrageous shit. Like, what ended up, for me, making him laugh is I was called up, I blacked out the whole theater, I played the Batman theme, mm. and then I came out in a Batman onesie, and then they put the spotlight on me, and I had a Batman onesie and a Batman mask, and I shot this nigga with a Nerf gun, and he laughed. So, I was doing all wow. this shit for $20, nigga. I was selling my soul. Yeah. I had a onesie on in a room full of other grown people, nigga. It was terrible. But the the craziest shit I saw, it was on that show, this girl... She uh, she was a bigger girl too. Yeah, this girl's at least two seventy five. Okay, at least, and she got completely naked, and she covered the chair like this, like lounge chair, with a saran wrap, and then she uh like butt chugged a gallon of milk.
1: <laughs> this Wait, happened. she was seventy five years old. She
4: was, 275
3: <laughs> pounds, nigga. She was two hundred and seventy five
4: pounds. 275 pounds. This she was a big girl. I don't know her weight. Wow. But she was a big girl. It, was, it don't matter who it was, nigga. It could have been Mag- <laughs> Meg. Meg Stallion. could have did that shit. It would have been fucking gross. <laughs>
0: I also saw someone get naked at that show. Different night, different person.
4: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was also sexually harassed at that show.
3: <laughs>
0: I can't even remember if she was telling a joke, but she just got fully naked. Full frontal, too. Mm. Like, we're just standing <laughs> Pussy and then she lifts her leg up and she starts like wafting her leg and she goes, Can you smell my pussy?
2: <laughs> this, this is
4: amazing. Could, could you? I don't this is amazing. I think I was doing a oh. <laughs> it would have wild because you know how sometimes like you can smell pussy been in the room. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. You walk in the room and pussy's not out. Be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can smell the ghost. Of, yeah, The, the ghost. The, yeah, some pussy in here.
2: No, so what? What I'm most what I'm most interested in what what <gasps> what I'm most interested in is after you do something like crazy sexually and then you you bust a nut and come to your senses and you're like, oh oh my goodness, like after that was done, how did she exit the stage?
0: I feel like honestly the vibe in there was so chaotic that that was like the bar. Like people were just doing weird stuff in there and it was like on a midnight at Saturday.
4: <laughs> so, so you could oh, just do that yeah. shit and sit down in your seat. So right of, there was right just right no right shame. To else, yeah. Yeah. Well I didn't win
3: the twenty sit down
0: and
4: nothing. <laughs> I just sit down back in my one Batman onesie, like All right, well. Hell no. And then we'd go out after that shit. Yeah,
0: it was yeah, fun. fun. Yeah, it was it was it was <laughs> a terrible show.
4: The same show I did <laughs> a girl uh she put i think it was like Britney Spears on and then she was she had like these like tight ass way too tight mm. for her size uh uh jean shorts and she put a whole she was stuffing her mouth with marshmallows Wow. Big ass marshmallows. She was like, she fit a whole big band, and I was intrigued. I I, yeah. I, was, I wasn't attracted to her sexually. Right. I'm paying that. attention. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. After that, I was like, hey, Casey, <laughs> no, we never talked before. This, but I really love your stuff up there. Ah. <laughs> love what you're doing with those yeah, marshmallows. yeah. You
3: know? Hell yeah. Uh, what strong, you- strong jaw, <laughs> strong jaw is What, what that do you guys?
2: Takes. What do you guys prefer as far as producing um, or performing?
1: Performing there. Man, I, yeah. I think if we could all just perform and not do all the fucking work <laughs> oh, yeah. ever again, it's, the hardest. it's yeah. the hardest.
2: what's the worst part about producing a show? Just worrying dealing with the personalities pe- or getting it lined up or worrying if people are going to show
1: up. Honestly, uh, yeah, yeah. it feels sick. Promotion, promotion,
2: ticket, promotion, account. Promotion. ticket count, ticket
1: That's the biggest thing because you, you put all the other work in. Yeah. And then you just wait and hope. What do you
0: guys? I mean, we're not waiting and hoping. (laughs) hoping. Cross my fingers. I know what
4: Dan's doing during the week.
3: (laughs) I was like, I don't know
4: about you, but my my, my thoughts and prayers are with the (laughs) girl. Yeah, he was a, dance, he
3: dance. Like, <laughs> it works
4: guy Dan's like I'm the tech guy nigga yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. setting up the microphones. <laughs> people in the seats that's y'all two nigga jobs <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
4: my thoughts and are the group, and I'll see y'all
3: Friday whether it's uh, for 65 uh, people uh, or for, three <laughs> three I'll we be can do Friday this show set up the
2: mics baby <laughs> that's <yeah>. it <laughs> you guys are marketing he's rubbing on his rosary beads <laughs> that
4: nigga playing World of Warcraft <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> send it now send it <laughs> <laughs> lightning, lightning, lightning. In the glory days. Uh-huh. <laughs> the glory. What's the um what keys have you discovered to marketing uh up to this point?
0: Honestly, it reminds me a lot of like organizing politically. Has to be it's right? like, yeah, it's like networking, making connections with people, and like showing people a good time. Like once mm. you can like prove that like we're having a fun time, then it then it becomes easy. People wanna come back, people talk about that.
4: I think our uh, marketing strategy is like actually touching the people and making a connection with them in a real way, not just on stage. Sure, mm-hmm. all of our things, we have a like kind of after party or some kind of hangout um, event coupled with it. Because mm. if you tell a whole bunch of jokes and people are like, "Oh, you're hilarious," that's a connection, right? Yeah. But if you're like hilarious and you're like I took a shot with this nigga, right, and right, then this right. nigga showed me a picture of his kid, and then okay. we smoked a fucking mm-hmm. spliff in front of this. You're you're not just a fan like you're invested. You're, you want to see this person sure, win, sure. and then they'll bring people back. So we've found that that is what works best for us.
2: Because you have a, a show that's successful. Anytime I've been there on uh, Wednesday, uh, Woody's. Yeah, yeah. We, Wednesday, yeah, yeah. Woody's. Yep. That's fun as hell. And then normally, whenever I'm there, it's decently. It's packed out.
4: Yeah, and that's just that's just a, the open mic, and we don't run that together. But that's a. a testament of the other things we've been running. And I mm. also like uh before when I first started comedy I was like more standoffish. Mm. And Dan was like the smoother. Dan, we we used to have cards like unlikely okay. friend business, business cards. cards and this nigga would be giving business cards to people like the open mics like nigga we know these people yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that's Mike Robinson yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he might <laughs> need my email <laughs> Dan
3: Garcia, be he like, gave me a ride like, here nigga, nigga, nigga,
4: why are you doing uh, yeah, yeah. that <laughs> um, and I think that uh, I let a lot of that responsibility fall on him I didn't want to like, I was more like guarded I didn't want to put myself
1: out there mm. and I feel like Jamal was kind of mean to people. Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> they walk up, be like, "Hey, shake it up." Jamal would be like, "Just look at him." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, just, I was just mad, like rude to people for no
4: reason, and uh, mm-hmm. I just tried to change that in the last couple of years with the mm-hmm. pandemic, like missing out on people. You know what I mean? For that long, yeah. like, I just, you know, decided to be a little bit warmer to people, and it's really, uh, it's really paid off. Hell yeah, yeah.
2: Um, Jessica, so. Mm-hmm. Show business in general, and I think the comedy game, is definitely be seen as like a male-dominated sport or what have you, right? Yeah. And then not only that, but it's the personalities you got to deal with, strong personalities, it's show business, it's egos, out the wazoo. How are you navigating? And even with this trio that you have right here, I mean, you're the, the, the gal out of the group and whatnot. How are you navigating to it? Do you feel like a struggle to have your voice heard? Or are you just a strong personality in general or...?
0: Yeah, I don't think I ever have a struggle to have my voice heard. I, I, I would consider myself a strong personality. Um, I just, I think I've always been in a lot of situations that were like male dominated. Like even politics is a male dominated thing, and
2: sure.
0: it I doesn't, it doesn't really phase me. And not to say that it's not a struggle that doesn't exist for other mm. people, but I just think that I, I advocate for myself. I don't let people walk all over me, and so okay. I, I just don't. I'm, if I want to be in a space that's male-dominated, I'm going to do it, and no one's going to stop me.
2: Hell yeah. What would be, so if you were back in the political world, what's your advice to Hillary Clinton?
0: Oh, God. I honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I hated that campaign. I got tricked into working it. I was like, I'm not going to go work for Hillary.
2: Oh, are we uncovering?
0: <laughs> what, did you think I was on the Trump side? I don't know. <laughs> a little, a little worried. Um, I would just tell her, uh, don't run, or if you're already in it, listen to black people she totally neglected black yeah. people on that campaign took advantage of them literally the campaign was like well they gotta vote for us why right does <laughs> it, they have to, <laughs> they have to no, right hey, south let's south try to let's try to get the Republican women who we think are not going to vote for trump on our side that was like the whole strategy why does it feel
2: like <laughs> they
3: she all
4: voted for
2: him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why does it feel like she has a personality of a hornet's nest like where why why is nobody schooling her on why does she just feel she
0: tried meh, to be meh. cool she did the um Pokemon go um, to the, the hot polls.
2: sauce
0: uh, it all came off really corny none of it yeah. seemed yeah. genuine
4: yeah i think it's just when you've been it's like anything like i think even with this uh these events that we have i think mm-hmm. a good part of it is that we're connecting with regular people yeah. mm-hmm. because anytime you're surrounded with just people that are whatever group you're in you're in a fucking echo chamber and sure. you start to lose other sensibilities like mm. i felt it when i was in the military i felt like you think that you're really well rounded, and then I got mm-hmm. out of the military. I was like, "Oh wow, I'm in an echo chamber." I feel it now with comedians; like, everybody's saying the same shit. Everybody hangs out the same way. Everybody talks about the same Hell thing. Yeah. So, like, getting to connect with different people, I think it's probably the same thing in politics. Like, yeah. you maybe you go in with a good cause, but you're around these motherfuckers. It just eats away at your fucking soul, and now you're Hillary Clinton in the pantsuit. I mean, yeah, and I don't yeah. think
0: Hillary lost because she's a woman. If anything, she's a she is a person who's asserted herself. In like a kind of like a male way, um, sure. in in that world. And have you ever
1: seen like someone that's good at comedy with like an ego and they get up there and they lose the audience because they just seem too full of themselves? Yeah. I for think sure. that there was a little bit of that going on with her, you know, like this this ego.
2: There's a lack of connection that, that it just it, not disingenuous, almost human. Yeah, she seemed like a robot. A, that's a. Yeah. That's a lot of
0: politicians. So yeah. some some have a little more charisma than others. That's <laughs> what it is.
2: That's yeah. what it is with the college. Yeah, word.
4: That's, that's
0: all we need him from.
4: Bro, was just cool. <laughs> He was
0: ju- he was almost just charisma. Yeah.
4: yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it. It, it wasn't just charisma; he had a lineup too. And the two yeah. of those things—the charisma, the lineup, and the black wife. Well, here's, well, the, thing, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's here's, here. we'll here's
2: where Barack was <laughs> genius. He only lined the sides. He left the front like to let you know he's mixed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right,
4: mixed in the front, but the, the, the sides the is, size size is tight.
3: <laughs> Look at the I geometry got, on, the the on, the on the. side. I got the half moon on the side. All yeah. right, people.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Uh, Dan. Um. So, like, are you from a traditional, like, Puerto Rican Hispanic background family, or what? you know, well,
1: not really, because I don't speak Spanish. Like, my parents spoke Spanish, or my sister and I, when they didn't want us to know what they were saying. You know, that's like that's the wow. level. of I didn't learn fucking Spanish at home, which is wild.
2: How many um, generations removed from the old country are you? It's the old <laughs> country. <laughs> it's still there. Stay. Both my parents <laughs> are born in the United States. Oh, okay, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. so you're a couple of generations. But, but in. my mom lived in Mexico till she was five. They would just come over the border and have the babies, and then pop back. So mm. they're just no, nigga, stay. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll never go. No, they can't back. They can yeah. stay, but then the you just you are... just implicated your mother in yeah. a crime. No, Jesus, no, it's not, it's not, <laughs> I think it's
3: been long enough. They might <laughs> yeah, come for. Her. I don't care. Hey, you
4: and your mom gonna sent back. is hilarious.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'd let them take you. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, no, but the I'm, baby, ru- I'm
4: running after the car. They, no. they can't uh. stay
1: because they're. But the parents aren't citizens, but they have the kid here now. The kid is a citizen, mm-hmm. so when she got older, she could be here illegally because she's a citizen. Nice. Well, so I'll that was the ahead. whole idea of coming over, having the kids popping back. Okay,
2: it's okay. amazing how the news cycles work. That so much happens in such a rapid pace that you forget that there's like border issues and a whole bunch of kids
4: in cages, under still. aluminum yeah. blankets. The, the wildest news story, like, was that they're sending the Ukraine refugees to the Mexican U.S. border <laughs> to get let in. So, <laughs> can you imagine being a Mexican? What the TMZ you, 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 are you, you, you talking I'm, about? I, sw- right? I swear to God, I'm. I'm look this up. This yeah, is what's yeah, yeah, happening because yeah. that's where they. That's where they process people. That's where mm. like they're sending the Ukraine refugees to the Mexican U.S. border to be mm. processed. And it's like the Mexican city. Like I, I watched this uh, like clip the Ukraine refugees are talking about how helpful these Mexican citizens are, how, like, welcoming they are. And I'd be like, couldn't be niggas. Uh, (laughs) If we was at the border, nigga, there would be no help from us, nigga. Find it yourself. Ivanka. It's so unhealthy
2: it's so unhealthy how fast I'll read a headline and then just assume that I know everything that's gonna be in it without reading it and then just walk around with that information like it's fact. <laughs> like he just told me that I'm not gonna fact check it. I'm just gonna, like, wow, con- I'm right. gonna be in a com- I'm gonna be in the, the next conversation I have, I'm gonna be like, you know, there's any
4: Ukraine refugees. <laughs>
3: It I, I think man.
4: I think them You don't ever see Ukrainians and Mexicans together, nigga. Okay? Never <laughs> once. <laughs> the deep a, fake. Never not, not once. That would be
3: hilarious.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we got fifty you... of these niggas together. <laughs>
2: what would you call? So, do you, did you when you joined the military? Um, did you have a sense? What would when you hear the word
4: patriotism? What, what comes to mind? It's di- or so like when I first joined the military, it wasn't even about like patriotism or anything. How old like were that. you? I was nineteen. Yeah. So one year removed from... My dad was a Marine, and I just wanted to prove I was tougher and better than my dad. It was just on some self- So you joined shit. the Air Force. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to say alive, nigga. We was, remember, we was at war, nigga. With real bullets and real... Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't want to put it that bad.
3: <laughs> and
4: this nigga... like, Like, he would give me shit, right? You know, he's a Marine. He would give me shit. But yeah. this nigga joined during peacetime. I I went to war. I went to Afghanistan. I was okay. there for six months at an box. army base. Yeah, I got rocketed every day. Like, so he might be a marine, but yeah. and that nigga don't take care of his kids. So I went to war. I yeah. take care of my kids. Already tougher than this nigga. Fair enough. But um, patriotism to me now, like I'm I'm really like pro America. It Really like irks some people, but I think we're trying to do a really hard thing. And I think when people say America, for some dumbass reason, people think of our government. And, like, America is its Mm. people. Any country, it consists of its people. And if the government is not abiding by the people, then the government is wrong. It's not Mm. us. You know, if laws are fucked up and shit and things are not running right, I don't think that's a reflection on us. Like, I think that we need to keep, like, the spirit of what we're trying to do alive. Like, Europe's countries is as big as our states. Yeah. And even in states, they have different cultures. Like, you know, Philadelphia is different from fucking Pittsburgh. Of course. And they're they're culturally the different. The west
2: side is different from the south side.
4: Exactly. So we're trying to do a lot of hard things with, you know, this old-ass government that doesn't work. I think it's a tough thing i think we're trying to do a tough thing
2: that's interesting and i and i grew up in a military background i joined the military myself so my idea of patriotism is similar to what you're saying like america as a whole this project that we have going on out here and being in the military in that sphere that atmosphere it's a very it's a very closed in environment yeah. like you think military you're on base you go to ba- you know those shopping centers you look at civilians in a different way when you guys Dan and Jessica when you think the word patriotism, what comes to mind for you guys?
1: You know what's funny is I I used to be I don't know I used to be like patriotism's a dangerous thing for people to have. Okay. But then after meeting Jamal, like I don't know he like you can't talk shit on Fourth of July about America around Jamal that'd be a problem. <laughs> Fair <laughs> that'd be enough, a real problem. Um, but I think I kind of agree with Jamal. It's like the people I care about, people, but this country is this kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Fair enough. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think the word patriotism has a negative connotation. So like mm. the the definition I associate with it is this like unhealthy like nationalism at all costs without mm. <laughs> without like any critique of the government, right? Cuz that's how it's like more recently been used. Um, yeah, but like if, if you
1: don't like it, get out. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Right. Okay.
0: But if you're talking about patriotism in just the sense of like a love for your country, I think there's nothing wrong with that. You should love your country, and I think you're allowed to be vocal about not liking it and still love your country. And we ha- we are able to do that. That's what one, one of my favorite.
2: Patriots? That's one of my favorite things about the country is that they do have you know written in however you look at it the freedom of speech, and so the people who say that they don't like it. I'm equally as happy for them to be able to say they don't like it in this country because that's the freedom, ideally, that a lot of people I don't think get Crit- in in whatever country they're in.
4: Critiquing it to me means you love it, like you yeah. want to see it yeah. do better. Like you should critique it. You should want to with anything. You should, but I don't. I don't like critiquing <laughs> and being like. I don't like when people critique it and be like, "I'm not a part." Like, no, nigga, you're here. How are you yeah. gonna say that on your fucking American ass? Verizon cell phone. Like, shut the fuck yeah, up. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, they have a... I, I watched this... Uh, I l- listened to this uh, podcast, This American Life. Mm. And they were talking about people that just do what needs to be done. And the, the blackout in Russia is so bad that they're getting Russian-speaking people outside of the country to call listed numbers in Russia because the numbers are still listed like on a phone book mm. and just call those people and tell them what's going on t- in Ukraine by mouth. That's how bad it is. Like, that's how... Much misinformation is out there. Right. They don't. They literally don't know what's going on. It's not really effective. Like if you call a motherfucker out the blue and be like, "Hey, I'm over here yeah. in Lithuania, and I want to <laughs> like, tell you what's yeah. happening," they're
0: like, "I'm busy. Yeah, I'm busy.
4: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to watch my stories." <laughs> hey, wait, I just wait. got <laughs> off work. <laughs> Scam
1: likely Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly, <laughs> it's interesting how every country does that kind of propaganda shit. Like I went to China. You can't use like Google Maps even, right? You can't use mm. Facebook. Ooh. And and in America, it's we're like, Oh, you have a freedom of information, but that comes with so much conspiracy shit yeah. that no one can tell anymore. Or no one Too even cares what's true. Yeah. And it's a, a lot of it's bullshit.
2: Absolutely, like what Jamal said about Ukraine's in, in Mexico.
4: <laughs> I'm he definitely was, gonna run he, with it. He was
3: definitely,
2: he was mad suspicious of that story. I was know, like, wait
4: a minute, like, what are they doing together at the border? He was mad suspicious
2: about that story. <laughs> Mexeranians, I don't like it. I don't like it. No, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Hell no, nah, man. Um, do you guys see yourselves? Uh, uh, just staying in the Chicago comedy scene, or is like your goal branching out, going to another to another place? Being that you guys have been here for so long,
1: um, I think I because re-
2: you you and me we grew up with the uh, the military that wanderlust and just moving around constantly.
4: I didn't. Actually, I see. Did, I didn't. I, I didn't move around because of the military. Mm. I, like when I was a kid, I moved around because I was bad. I was gonna ship oh, fair like, one family to another. Yeah. Um, and when I was in the military, I, I was at one base for seven years. So I actually don't mm. like moving. I like. But I, I wrestle with it because the industry is not here. Um, you don't think so? No, nah, there's not. There's not really like agents. There's not anybody who can like, you know, when you do a show, you're not at like, oh, someone's in the audience that might. Okay. There's nobody like that. You do. You can do zanies a million fucking times. There's nobody mm. that can. Put, even the best, the the biggest people who have the most control in the comedy scene, they can't even push the button to make you. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? Even those people who you could they can give you all their connections. It's still not enough to make you quote unquote famous, but the other places are mad expensive. It's oversaturated. And it's like, I'm not really one to follow a trend. So it's like, can I be, can I make it here? I want to make it here. Can I be that big that you have to fuck? with the city. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I kind of wrestle Oh, if you with
2: get that. a black belt in Chicago comedy, that translates everywhere. It, yeah. it,
1: does, it does, but there's no mentorship here, you know? No, There's mm. nobody, like, really picking people. I don't know. I mean, there's community, but I don't think there's, everyone's holding information real close to the chest.
0: Mm. Yeah. I eventually want to move to L.A., but I, because I want to get into more, like, Writing, like script writing and stuff. But mm. I just, I really hate LA in general as a place. And I know that's a thing that a lot of people say. So I just don't, I don't really want to be there. there. Is like, it like
2: the superficial yeah. part of it?
0: Yeah. And it's like every, everyone there is there trying to do something and they're, there's not a lot of community. It's like people just want to do whatever they want to do, and they'll use you to do what you yeah, want to yeah. do. And that's in every industry that exists in L.A. It's not just, like, comedy and entertainment. It could be people trying to be the best plastic surgeons. Like, everyone there is, like, money-hungry people.
2: Wow. Yeah. I like I like one of the things that I love the most about Chicago comedy scene is that there's still still a level of meanness to it. I like that right now we're not just being nice and... and, and J 5 and each other off. Like there's a little bit of you know, like it's pussy meanness though.
4: Like it's not nobody's direct with it. It's yeah. like all cloak and dagger, talk behind your back. I it's it's like mean girl shit. Like it's not I've not seen anybody like like, oh man, he stepped to this person or this person told this guy right to his face you're not funny. Oh, you haven't been going to a lot of Southside mics, huh? No, no I, 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 I stop with them niggas. No, no, trust <laughs> I'll be out there. It definitely yeah, happens. Yeah. What you talking about? You know what? That that, that is true because I, I honestly am only aware of the culture here on the north side. I, I live on the north side. Okay. I don't really have any connections with you know with south side people that come up here. where yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I haven't uh, ventured down there too much. So
2: there's a lot of, um, I mean, just a neighborhood ish mentality goes on in the city. I think just about anywhere in in general. There's not a lot of free moving spirits. Whenever you find yourself in a rut, you could just get stuck doing. Doing that in general, and it's not necessarily north side, south side. It could just be, hey, how many people do you know that you only see at um, at the Lincoln Lodge, or how many people yeah, the, only this do Mike, that their Mike. club? Are you only seeing with that group of three people? Non stop, constantly. I see you guys moving around. I've seen you out and about done stages. I see you, you move around differently. I try and stay away from Dan because I don't <laughs> yeah, get we it. We all know. We don't the know. Mexican, Puerto Rican <laughs> thing. I, I just, Dan be performing in them phone booths. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Obscure places. He <laughs> got a Dairy Queen <laughs> gig next I, week. I mean, it's like <laughs> a, I'm doing a gig. It's a bathroom attendant slash comedy <laughs> show. <laughs> Man, he don't even need the money. He don't need the money. He's in
3: for
4: a game. He got the best He's spraying niggas. He's spraying niggas with that pungent cologne.
3: Nigga.
1: Pungent, the
4: pungent. You make more
3: money as a you
1: make more money as a bathroom attendant than a comedian. There, I'll tell you that. Right He's just a
2: habitual mic wiper. What is it? Um, what is it? Do you guys have planned in the future as a group?
1: We're running a lot of events. You know what I mean? It's like when you run three, four comedy shows, yeah. all you're ever telling people to do is come to a comedy show. It like gets old, right? Mm. So we've been doing events, and I think if, if we could build our business up so we're doing events all over the place, hiring people to help us run those events, you know, and paying them well to host yeah, it. Yeah, But then getting that kickback, then you're starting to build something that can Hell really yeah. go somewhere. And that's where my mentality is. Hell, yeah. All right, well shit, I could sit here and talk to these
2: kids all day, but uh I definitely got a show. These kids got a show. Um they don't have a show that they're putting me on because this is all this is all just lip service.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but please, man, make sure I want to make sure that um 90s hip hop outfit Jamal here, ah, and uh, the rest of the kids let you know where you guys got going on. Let them know your socials, uh, uh, where they can me, find you in the city.
4: Follow me at Real American Bad Guy, and then uh, follow. We produce a show together called Foreplay Friday,
1: so go and Hell follow yeah. that. Yeah, follow me at Insta Dan Garcia. And we're at Output, we're at uh, all the time. Went Thursdays, uh, then, then the following week, Fridays for 4Play uh, Friday. So check us out. Hell in. yeah. Jessica?
0: Yeah, you can follow me at That's My baby. It's B-A-Y-B-A-E. And follow the 4Play account. <laughs>
4: Hell yeah. We need it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like, like, need like, I read the account, Hell so it is. matters to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this has been so dope. And I, once again, have been Mike Knight. Please make sure you're hitting that like, share, subscribe. This has been the Real Rap Podcast. Love y'all. Peace.
4: Painful. shout out to the real uh, rap. I'm just podcast. So happy to be here
2: right
3: now. Real rap, podcast. podcast, 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 podcast.